Hello, and welcome to the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Allison Sukamelli. Each week, I'll be taking the science of positive psychology, adding a little humor, and through evidence-based research, provide you with tools and strategies to help you live a life of peace and purpose. In this episode, I'll be talking about why we fall in love with unavailable people. But first, if you're interested, social media links, my website, and other information can be found at thelemontreecoaching.com, or you can click the link in the podcast bio. If you'd like some daily inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at thelemontreecoaching. I post quotes and make book recommendations from time to time. Currently in my reading stack this week, I have Hester by Lori Lico Albanese, and I'm Just a Person by Tig Nataro. And teachers, you may want to check out my TPT shop called The Lemon Tree by AKS. There are some free lessons you can download or explore the shop for more. So check it out. Again, my shop is The Lemon Tree by AKS on TeachersPayTeachers.com. You can find a direct link in the podcast bio or my podcast website, TheLemonTreeCoaching.com. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast. Let's just jump right in. I think at one time or another, depending on our age, we've all fallen in love with someone who is unavailable, whether we know it or not. And often, they may not have realized it either. So why does this happen? It certainly can be frustrating, and frequently we do not even realize this is what is happening. We may even be the person who is unavailable and not even realize it. However, even when the other person clearly states that they are not available, we still fall in love with them. Now let's clearly define what an unavailable person is in the context used here. Unavailable people are those people who are dating or in relationships that have clearly stated to their partners that they are not interested in being in a relationship are not currently interested in a relationship, avoid emotional closeness, avoid labeling the relationship, give vague answers in terms of the relationship, and don't make any clear future plans when it comes to the relationship. And we've all made this mistake, especially when we were young and thought that we could change someone or thought they just needed to spend more time with us. And it happens, and we can forgive ourselves for this, But if we notice that this is a pattern in our lives, this may be a problem that we need to look into. Of course, we never intend for this to happen. But again, if we are noticing that we have been repeating a pattern of falling for the unavailable, several things could be at play here. First, we may be seeking external validation, whether we realize it or not. The unavailable person serves as a challenge, and we want to, in a sense, win them. And this is a terrible plan. They are not a stuffed toy at a carnival that we carry home as a prize and put on a shelf for all to admire. If they have told us they are not interested in a relationship right now, believe them, respect them, and we need to be on our way. We need to break the pattern and stop striving for that external validation or ego boost that we will get if we can break them down and get what we want. It will only be temporary in the long run and not authentic love. There are much more adaptive and positive ways to approach dating and coercing or convincing unavailable people to enter into a relationship with us 
is not one of them. We should also not be depending on someone else to get validation, a boost to our self-esteem, or self-worth. That all needs to come intrinsically. It needs to come from within ourselves, or any relationship is going to be doomed from the start. I would expect this from my partner, and at this point in my life, they will need to have done the inner work and not see me as a prize, something to be won, chased, played with, or obtained because they were the best at playing the game. No, just be. Do the inner work, already be wonderful, and we can come together and be dynamic. Remember Robert Bly's invisible sack that we stuff things into from the episode on shadow work and his book, A Little Book on the Human Shadow? We tend to stuff the things about ourselves that we don't want to deal with or are ashamed of into this invisible sack until it turns into this giant invisible sack that we drag behind us everywhere we go. When we enter into a relationship, be it any kind, friendship, dating, marriage, or so on, we bring all of our unresolved parts into that relationship and combine them with our friends or partners, unresolved parts. Of course, the romantic relationship is going to be more intense, but we combine our invisible sacks of unresolved shit, making it heavier and more and more impossible to unpack. Not only do we have to deal with our stuff, we have to deal with our partner's stuff as well, which can be compounded with our stuff. Sounds messy, right? Another reason why we keep falling for unavailable people may be that we have limiting unconscious beliefs about love. This means in our invisible sack, if we want to go with Bly's visual, we have stuffed in it negative beliefs about love, dating, and marriage. Somewhere along the way, we may have realized, learned, and or experienced that love or romantic relationships are work and a struggle when we expected them to be fun, flawless, and nothing but exciting. But after a dose of unpleasing or several unpleasing relationships, we may find that we unknowingly seek out people to date that will only confirm this limiting unconscious belief about love. Or maybe love seems unattainable to us. Perhaps we are surrounded by people who appear to have perfect relationships, and by comparison, ours have not. Maybe time and time again, love has fallen short for us when it comes to what some people refer to as movie love or fairy tale love, and perhaps this has us believing that we are not deserving of love, which leads us to fall for people who believe the same things about love, and the healthy people who realistically would be great partners won't seem like potential partners for us because we have yet to experience a healthy relationship, which is why we tend to gravitate towards the people that feel comfortable and familiar, even though they are not good for us. Another reason we may be falling for someone who is unavailable could simply be because we are truly not ready for a full-blown relationship. This may be an unconscious protective measure that keeps us safe in the sense of avoiding vulnerability and not risk getting hurt. If we have a fear of being vulnerable or getting hurt, maybe we have been hurt in the past more than once. We may sabotage healthy relationships because we are afraid to fully open up. Relationships do come with risks no matter what, 
but we are bound to be disappointed if we are not willing to take risks for the bigger reward of natural and authentic love. And last week, we talked about self-fulfilling prophecies. So by not being vulnerable and taking risks to get what we truly want, we are guaranteeing this disappointment and almost willing it into existence by choosing people who we know are unavailable or will not work in the long term. They may be convenient or satisfying for a minute, but our suppressed demons will greet us with a smile at the door of disappointment. This will keep us stuck in a pattern of unhealthy relationships. And another reason we may seek out unavailable people is that we are people pleasers. Honestly, I consider myself a recovering people pleaser. Being a people pleaser means that we may feel the need to please others out of a fear of rejection, our own insecurities, or the need to be well-liked. That external validation, again, that we've talked about so many times before on this podcast. It's actually not a good thing to be a people pleaser, which sounds counterintuitive, but it means that we put the needs of others before our own. In terms of falling for unavailable people, we may be giving someone too many chances and we may be overly patient or too forgiving. And forgiveness is one of the human strengths that we talk about in positive psychology, but this too needs to come with boundaries. We also may be making excuses for our partner when it comes to them making a commitment in that they are not making a commitment. We may say things like they've been really busy at work, they need to finish school, or they have a lot going on right now. That certainly is selling ourselves short and allowing an unavailable person to steal our time and let's be honest, our happiness. So again, if someone is showing us through their actions that they are unreliable, believe them. They can say anything, but it means nothing until they show us, especially if it's been years and years of us accepting, forgiving, and making excuses for their behavior. Do not assume they will change one day, suddenly be vulnerable, or things at work will slow down. Believe that they are unavailable, period. It all comes down to a balancing act. This does not mean stop being a compassionate person or cutting someone off at the first misstep, but it does mean we should give ourselves the same compassion, respect, and grace that we are giving them. We are the only ones capable of giving ourselves the love that we deserve, and that begins with self-love, self-compassion, and self-respect. Do we dare even mention what the dating pool is like these days, regardless of age? It is filled with tons of unavailable and avoidant personalities, meaning that a lot of people in the dating pool have a low self-esteem and an intense fear of rejection. Because of these things, they tend to move through relationships quickly or have several relationships in the works Or in other words, play the numbers game so they don't have to feel rejected due to their intense fear of being hurt, and if they are rejected, they always have the next person waiting in the wings. However, since there are so many people like this in the dating pool, there is a higher probability of us meeting and even dating one of them. Unavailable and avoidant people struggle with long-term commitments. So it is likely we will end up dating one of them and quickly find ourselves disappointed when they discard us after a short period because they can't do long-term relationships. 
So if we fit the bill on these descriptors and recognize that we have a pattern of dating unavailable people, what can we do? First of all, if someone we are dating stops returning our phone calls or texts or they straight up ghost us, do not internalize it as we did something wrong. Note this pattern of unconscious behavior when it comes to dating. We do need to take responsibility for our part of the equation and do some self-reflection before we continue to date. It's time to break the unhealthy pattern and begin to make conscious decisions that lead us to what we want and deserve in a relationship. It's normal to feel a sense of loss in this type of situation, but it's important to do some reflection and get to the root of why this pattern of behavior keeps occurring. This will take honest self-reflection. We also cannot compare ourselves to other relationships. Comparison is the death of all happiness, and we also know that how a couple presents publicly, be it in person or on social media, may not be an honest reflection of the relationship, so it's silly to compare. Certainly some relationships will be true blue, but the constant boasting of perfection is most likely a red flag, so don't listen and don't compare. And maybe our parents, grandparents, or other close relatives have what seems like the perfect relationship, and this is what we hope to have for ourselves someday. The research even shows that we are often attracted to partners who have a sense of familiarity in that they have similar qualities and personality types. We recognize them in a sense and feel safe regardless of whether the relationship is toxic or not. This is why we are drawn to emotionally unavailable partners. We see a familiar role model or caretaker from childhood in them. And our childhood caretaker may have been emotionally unavailable as well. This pattern from childhood will repeat until we become aware of it and heal it. We do this by recognizing patterns of choosing unavailable people and breaking the cycle through reflection and doing the inner work. And of course, this won't happen overnight, and if we don't know how to identify our patterns or do the necessary inner work, it may be time that we speak with a licensed mental health professional. If we don't want to do that or even try to do the inner work, this may be an indicator that perhaps we don't want to admit that part of us is unavailable. This could be due to a fear of intimacy, a fear of losing ourselves in a relationship, or who we are at our core a fear of vulnerability, or a fear of rejection or hurt. Unfortunately, all of this is what makes us feel safe to be with someone who is unavailable, and in some cases, just as unavailable as we are. We are not fully committing to each other, and that makes things easier, or so it may seem on the surface. Our partner may walk away, and it may hurt a little just by mere rejection, but it certainly isn't devastating because we were not fully invested. So if someone clearly says that they are not interested in being in a relationship, are not currently interested in a relationship, avoid emotional closeness, avoid labeling the relationship, give vague answers in terms of the relationship, and don't make any clear future plans when it comes to the relationship, they are unavailable now and in the future. Do not fall in love with potential. This person is unavailable and we need to believe them and move on. 
It does not matter how many years we have invested in them. They are not delivering on the relationship and we are settling for less than what we want. Stop seeking external validation. The unavailable person is not a challenge, not a goal, and not a prize to be won. We need to do the inner work on our own or with a licensed mental health professional. This is nothing to be ashamed of. We all have inner work to do. Everyone does. Again, the people who boast or promote that their life is flawless and perfect most likely are carrying around enormous invisible sacks with all the stuff they won't accept, acknowledge, or deal with. They often project onto other people their own flaws and refuse to do their own inner work whether they realize it or not. It is not our job to fulfill society's impossible expectations for relationships or live up to the romantic lives of our role models. Through honesty and efforts to break the pattern of choosing unavailable people as partners, we can live a life of peace, purpose, and happiness. We just have to do the inner work and reconcile whatever it is that is holding us back. Okay, so there you have it. And a quick disclaimer, this podcast is for informational purposes only. This episode is not intended to be a substitute for professional or psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition or well-being. Another important resources include the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, dial or text 988 in the United States or 000, the National Emergency Telephone Number in Australia. And in this episode, I talked about why we fall in love with unavailable people and recommended readings related to this episode include a little book on the human shadow by Robert Bly, the articles, why you keep falling for unavailable people by Bree Schmidt and why you keep attracting unavailable partners by Roxy Zarabi. And if you are interested and would like to receive daily inspiration via social media, you can join the Lemon Tree Coaching community on Instagram at the Lemon Tree Coaching. I post meaningful quotes from my weekly readings and recommend books from time to time. And teachers, you may want to check out my TPT store called The Lemon Tree by AKS. There are some free lessons you can download or explore the shop for more. Again, my shop is The Lemon Tree by AKS on TeachersPayTeachers.com. You can find a direct link on my website, TheLemonTreeCoaching.com or on Instagram at TheLemonTreeCoaching. And thank you for listening and have a great week. This is Dr. Allison Sukamelli saying it's been a pleasure sharing this space with you. And until next time, have fun, be safe.